to me in these times when I'm like completely overwhelmed by the suffering in the world or in my own life. I'm like, I just can't, I can't wrap my mind around this. How, how do you deal, you know? And I don't have the answers to all of that. I don't have the answers to why. Yeah. All I have is that there's this Jesus who said, I'm going to step into that with right. you. Yeah. Welcome to Real FM Rewind, the side where we hit the rewind button to catch up and pause to go a little deeper. Here's Anson, Kara, and Isaac. Welcome back to Real FM Rewind B-Side. It's Anson, Kara, and Isaac hanging out with you this uh, Easter week. And it's been it's been a week of sneezes around here. <laughs> we were just talking about that. So hopefully we won't be sneezing on them. And then you had the hiccups the other day, Isaac. That I had the hiccups the first time in seven years of professional <laughs> wow. radio that the hiccups prohibited <laughs> my duty uh-huh. as an on-air entertainer that Uh-oh. is oh yeah i literally couldn't work in those conditions i've been there i yeah, was trying that's... to cure it and i even like <laughs> I, I just i sat in the studio and i would go all right i drove it up and like, I, I, I screamed at one point Impossible. It was terrible. Yes. that is the worst i hate the hiccups so much anyway so that's what's going on here this week <laughs> and i believe it is is it anson is it your turn for on repeater isaacs it's my turn it's your turn i've lost track this is how much i've been sneezing lately. all good okay my on repeat this week is kb easy Boy, this way too easy y'all don't know that kb who i was back in KB is one of my favorite rapper slash theologians. Yeah. Um, I don't have many favorite rapper slash theologians, but like <laughs> there aren't many. really, truly KB is not only someone who consistently delivers music that I think he must have a camera in my life about what I need to hear at times Ooh, yeah. because he really just turns out rap music that not only is good from a hip hop and rap perspective, quick little footnote. Uh, the Needle Drop, Anthony Fantano just reviewed um, Lecrae's Church Clothes album oh, uh-huh. and he gave it a good review. So if you're a music head on YouTube, wow. specifically a hip hop head, the Fantano liked the new Lecrae record, meaning that all of the secular people like it, too. So that's, that's good. Cool. Thumbs up. Awesome. We're talking about KB, though. This song is so good. Specifically, I'm going to drill in on one line here. Y'all don't know the KB who I was back in the B.C., before Christ, my X-Man was a Wolverine. I marveled <laughs> that he freed me. Oh it's my so gosh. Good. That's it's awesome. So, so good. This song <laughs> is just full of good nuggets about Christ's redemption and taking away the man that we were and building up a new creation. And it's so cool. And it's a song that has been encouraging lately. And again, KB, the video for it is incredible. Mm. His production value and just everything that he does, you can tell that he is meticulous about every single line in his songs. Mm. And I appreciate rappers like that. It's amazing. I had the opportunity a couple years ago now to hear him preach Mm -hmm. at a conference that I went to. And there were a bunch of speakers. It was really huge. And at the end of the week, Everyone that I talked to when I asking, like, you know, what was your favorite speaker? What mm-hmm. do you remember? Everyone was like, I remember KB yeah. preaching mm-hmm. on like Wednesday night uh, because he was that affecting yeah. uh, for the yeah. room. He was really, really fantastic. And this was a room full of people who were probably not in his like traditional target mm-hmm. audience yeah. either. Wow. Um, so when you say that he's uh, a rapper and a theologian, he really is. Yeah. He's really good too. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I totally agree with you and love the song. Every KB song I hear 
It's just like I want to put on like a pair of shades yes. like as soon as the beat <laughs> yes. drops. Yeah. Cuz yeah. it's like like whether I'm indoors or wherever I'm at, it's just like I need to put uh, on some shades cuz this beat yeah. it just demands it. it. Like it it's got that kind of attitude, yes. you know. Yes. Like, it makes me want to be doing bicep curls with one arm <laughs> yes. and like looking at a concordance for with the Bible the with yes. my other arm. Oh like it is gosh. just it's such a weird yes. like robust yes. hip hop song. That's so scripturally deep that I geek out a little bit. It's awesome. He's the one that's done like kind of a remake of some hymns lately, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Am I getting yeah. okay? Yeah, so. he's done a bunch of like worship song adaptations and stuff. Yes. Mm-hmm. I yeah. love those. And every time now I hear the regular version, I'm so disappointed because I'm like, where's the beat drop, <laughs> yeah, man? Exactly. You need yeah. to stir some KB in yeah. there. That's right. We interrupt this program to bring you a pause. Now it is time for pause, where we pause to go a little deeper about some of the things we've been talking and thinking about. And as mentioned, it's Easter week. And so that's something I've been thinking about a little bit this week. In addition to last week, had a interesting conversation with my counselor about what I'm going to call existential dread. I don't know if that's the right term for it, but that's kind of what we came to after talking for a while. Yeah. I was just sharing with her, like, how sometimes the pain and suffering Mm. in the world just feels kind of crushing Mm -hmm. and paralyzing in a way. And it's felt that way to me lately with, you know, we talked about last week shootings in Nashville. Mm -hmm. There's been a crazy amount of tornadoes and, you know, towns being destroyed. Mm -hmm. There's been things in friends' lives and personal lives. And just, I mean, I don't know. It just feels like Mm -hmm. there's been an epic amount of suffering in the world lately which there always is if we're honest but Mm -hmm. i don't know why it's just been hitting me a little harder lately and Mm. so i just i get overwhelmed and i'm like i don't know what to do about all the pain in the world Mm. yeah (laughs) and just big questions about like why are these people suffering and i'm not Uh and i have this guilt about that and then i have this guilt about not doing enough to help with it yeah i'm not so anyway we got into this big discussion she's like yeah, those are those are big questions. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> I was yeah. like, yeah, they kind of are. Yeah. And so I, I've been thinking a little bit about that. And then combining that with Easter week, I listened to the, something yesterday morning on this app called Lectio 365. They kind of go through a passage of scripture every day a couple of times, and then they ask questions and kind of reflect in between it. That's um, cool. It's, it's really good. I, I like it a lot. And yesterday's well, the whole week really is about Jesus' crucifixion, of course. And yesterday specifically, they were talking about this verse in Mark 15, where it says, with him, they crucified two robbers, one on his right and one on his left. Um, and Tyler Staten, the guy who wrote this particular devotional, said, I am struck by the word with in this passage, because if there's one word that sums up the life of Jesus, that has to be it, is with. Mm. Like at his birth... They called him Emmanuel, which is God with us. He was born with us. He walked with us. He talked with us, Mm -hmm. lived with us. And really, one of the things that stands out the most, he suffered and suffers with us. Mm -hmm. And he talks about how only Christianity gives us a God who is with us and gives us a God with scars. Mm -hmm. And that is to me in these times when I'm like completely overwhelmed by the suffering in the world or in my own life. And I'm like, I just can't, I can't wrap my mind around this. I don't know. Like how, how do you deal? You mm-hmm. know? And I always feel like I end up coming back to this. I don't have the answers to all of that. I don't have the answers to why. Yeah. All I have is that 
there's this Jesus who said, I'm going to step into that with right. you. Yeah. And that the fact that that is so unique. And I think we forget that sometimes yeah. like other religions and systems don't have that. They're removed from right. the suffering. They don't step into it with their creatures. And, and that's, there's something powerful about that, even though in mm-hmm. this moment, I'm like, I still don't have the answers to all these existential questions, but there's something about that. And that's kind of the point of Easter week that, and right. of course that he, he steps into it and then overcomes it, right. you know, makes all the sad things come untrue. That's what resurrection is about. But there's something really powerful about the fact that he just steps into it with us. The fact that there's not a facet of human pain that our God becoming flesh didn't experience, Mm. you know, like there's not anything that we can feel that God didn't, Mm -hmm. you know, rejection, violation, pain, right? Betrayal, betrayal. All of that was felt. So when we pray, we're not trying to teach God what those emotions (laughs) are, or we're not trying to like explain to them Mm -hmm. how we feel. God knows. You right. know, that's there's something so comforting in that, because when you're oh. talking about a hard experience with someone who hasn't been through it, you almost have to do a little bit of educating. Right. And explain to them why this hurts you so much. Mm. And we don't have to do that when we talk to God. And that's yeah. very, very comforting. I wouldn't say yeah. I almost said it's cool. It's not cool. It's <laughs> it's extreme. I always use just like an Isaac term for it. It's, it's comforting <laughs> it's is comforting. what it is. It's comforting to know mm. that there's nothing that we've gone through that God doesn't intimately understand. Mm. Yeah. It's one of those concepts that I'm like, I know this is, I don't know. It's one of those basic Christian concepts that everyone's probably listening going like, yeah, I know, but it's kind of a big deal. I don't think, yeah, that just because something (laughs) is foundational, I mean, I suppose it's basic in that way. (laughs) Yeah. That like it's, it's central, it's foundational. It's something that we all think about and probably relatively early on. It's central, but that doesn't mean it's simple by no, any stretch, that's, right? That's true. It's basic in the sense that, yeah, we all have to deal with the problem of suffering and it's very central to our existence. Right. But it's also so big and so much of a problem. Right. Yeah. In that sense, like it's not basic at all. No, right? you know, that's, like, <laughs> that's true. And so like that, I guess that would be like the only thing I would push back on. The, I mean, I would affirm everything you said of like, yeah, this is. It's a big rough Um, and it's difficult. And uh, the only thing I would disagree with is like, no, I don't think it's basic, at least not in the sense (laughs) that like it's easy to deal with because it's just not at all. No, Um, it is central in the sense that it's like foundational to pretty much our entire existence. Like everything Mm -hmm. that we are revolves around suffering and why do we have to suffer and, mm. and the book of lamentations do like we, go through it yeah do we get to stop and <laughs> yeah like right. all of these existential questions around it yeah yeah the the trick with those types of questions are yeah even if we can come up with the right answer which you know we can come up with some answers i'm not really sure in this case we know exactly like the fullness no. of the right answer even if we have some answers it doesn't fix the problem of suffering here and now no, right like so the the presence of the problem it's still with us mm-hmm. and yeah. so even if you can theoretically answer mm-hmm. yeah i don't know some stupid like theoretical s- situation like if i'm sitting somewhere being tortured and yeah. i'm like why and someone's <laughs> right. like well and Let then explains explain. it to me yeah <laughs> 
I'm like, oh, okay, never. Let's, you know, it doesn't hurt anymore. I get it now. Yeah. Like as the person continues to no. torture me, like no, that's not how that works. Like right. it still hurts, right? Exactly. Yeah. Uh, and so as long as we're still hurting, yeah, I think we're still going to struggle with that. And that doesn't mean that there's not things to learn or progress to be made or right, you know, truths that um, can comfort us, and including the one that you shared that. Yeah. yeah, Jesus being with us is a huge comfort, but it's also not the end. No, right? It, because because Jesus isn't done, right? right there's still there's right. still some work to do that's right. that's coming. Like it is done in the sense that yeah. the end has already been written, mm-hmm. but we're not there yet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That probably just speaks to like the tension that you're feeling of Yeah. On the one hand, Jesus died, Jesus rose, like the end has been written, victory is assured, mm-hmm. but also we're not at that point yet. Exactly. It doesn't make the road any less hard, right? Like to right. know that. It, it doesn't make it, you have the assurance, right? but it doesn't make it immediately easy in the moment. Like no. Right. It Does it make it less hard? Maybe. Does some, it make it yeah. easy? No. No. Like, <laughs> exactly. I'm not saying any of that to say like, oh, okay, I get it now. Jesus suffered, so right. this is all fine. Yeah. Like, that's not what I'm saying. Of it's course. just like a, it's a lifeboat to hang on to. What yeah. you're Absolutely describing, going. and I love that you've talked about talking this out with your counselor. <laughs> yeah. Is very good because I saw this quote and I wish I could give attri- proper attribution to it because it was from a smart book. I promise it wasn't just like a tweet. <laughs> it's, okay. it's, it's not one of those things I was reading when it was really just Twitter. Like, <laughs> real thing. Um, it was something to the effect of healing is available, but it's not required. Mm. So what I'm hearing is you're yeah. taking the effort and you're making the effort to process and heal, mm. which will make your journey a little bit easier, I think. Yeah, it's not required. Right. But you're going to have a better time once mm-hmm. you provide a little bit of a deeper of under- understanding about suffering right. and why it's there. Yeah. So, and ultimately does. what you're describing is hope, right? Like there's yeah. hope. Yeah, exactly. Like, and that's the that's the difference. Kind right? of a roundabout way to describe <laughs> it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> but like yep. when, when you're in the middle of suffering, like when we were just kind of struggling through, I think, all together yeah, verbally yeah. processing. <laughs> what like, is this? What, yeah. it, it doesn't make it easy. Right. right. But it maybe makes it easier. There's there's hope and yeah. so that makes suffering bearable right, right? like yeah, we can we can persevere through suffering right. because there's hope yeah if yeah. you remove that god with us hope then all of a sudden that's when suffering becomes unbearable mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, yeah and to that's, me like that good, that's the difference that's is, is like you've identified like this is part of our hope right is yeah. that god is with us and that makes no it doesn't erase the suffering doesn't make it go away doesn't make it easy none of that but it Mm -hmm. does make it bearable because there's Mm -hmm. light on the horizon yep that's it right there nailed it fast forward all right so time to talk about something that we're looking forward to and i'm actually just going to build right off of the conversation we just wrapped up partially because uh, it's easter week as kara pointed out it's the thematic fit partially because the last time i had this segment i said i was looking forward to lunch and i feel like i need to (laughs) make up for that somehow by having a slightly deeper one this time around (laughs) so good um so i uh just finished a book series on kara's recommendation called the wing feather saga uh, by andrew peterson who is a, a Christian musical artist and author. If you haven't read the wing feather saga, highly recommend it. So it was really good. Yeah. Kara never lets me down with her yeah. book recommendations, <laughs> at least not like, yet. Likewise. Um, so highly recommend reading that series, but I've been reflecting on some themes from that series and things as I, as I just wrapped it up and I'm not going to give any spoilers or anything like that. If you decide you want to go read it, just talking about kind of some general themes. And uh, one of the themes that uh, has really stuck with me seems particularly relevant because it's Easter week. 
And if you're listening to this episode on the day that it comes out, that would be Saturday. So the day between Good Friday and mm. Easter Sunday. Medium Saturday. And <laughs> yeah, I think the Saturday of Holy Week is really interesting yeah. because it's kind of this in-between yeah. time. Right. Yeah. And when I reflect on my own life and just our lives in general, I feel like a lot of life feels like it's lived on Saturday. Mm. It's kind of lived in this in-between time. Mm. And I think this actually relates to what we were just talking about, Mm. where we're kind of in this in-between stage where like, yes, Jesus has died. He's paid the Mm. price for our sins. It is finished, he said. Mm -hmm. And yet there's still more to come. Mm -hmm. Like there's still story that is yet to be written. And we're kind of just waiting on that to happen. Mm -hmm. Right. And sometimes it feels like that waiting stretches on and on and on. And (laughs) there's still suffering in the world. There's still strife. And so we're in this kind of just like middle place that sometimes Mm -hmm. is really hard to be in. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking about even like the disciples and, and Christ's followers at that time. Honestly, like it probably didn't even really feel like the middle to them. Oh, yeah. It felt like the end. Because they didn't know what was coming the next day. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. So for them, like it may not have even necessarily felt like what I'm describing. We, with the benefit of hindsight, Mm -hmm. know that the end is coming. And sometimes I think we feel that, too. Like it feels Mm -hmm. like. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I guess. I, I, yeah. The resurrection's coming, but right now it doesn't really feel like it. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. It just feels like yesterday was a really hard day. Yeah. And it's the day after, and I don't know. I don't know what's. I don't coming. know what to do with that. Yeah. Right. There's a character to bring this back into the Wingfeather saga in that story who is really, really struggling with a lot of guilt and shame to the point that it's almost driving this character crazy, Mm. both like in a metaphorical sense, but also in kind of a literal sense. And at one point he's having a conversation with another character and they utter a line to him as he's like kind of almost coming in and out of like lucidity and Mm. trying to kind of like get a hold of his mind and, and remember who he is. And the line that the other character says is this isn't all of you. Mm. And that line has really, really stuck with me and been like the thing that I've been thinking about for the past uh, few weeks. Mm -hmm. And I think it's related to this kind of Easter feeling of being on Saturday Mm. that this isn't all of us. And Mm. when we're struggling with suffering, when we're struggling with our own guilt and shame, whatever we're struggling with, I feel like that's the that's the line that like Christ is whispering to us on Saturday. Look, this isn't all of you. And I think that encapsulates it so well because mm-hmm. it, it's not you're a horrible person. You're mm-hmm. terrible. There's nothing redeemable about you. Like we've got to destroy everything about who you were and create something completely new. Right. It's it's not that. It's also not. Hey, it, it's basically all most all said and done. Mm-hmm. We've just got a few like bows to tie and then <laughs> we're good. It truly encapsulates that middle ground to me mm-hmm. of this isn't all of you. You're in the process of redemption. This is something that's ongoing, mm-hmm. but also like crucially, something's missing, mm-hmm. right? Like, and we're not there yet. In a sense, it's like you are not enough, like is a, mm-hmm. is a phrase that a lot of us, I think, sometimes struggle with. It's similar to that, but also crucially different. Yes. Right. Like because you are not enough is you have to do something to finish mm-hmm. the work in progress that you currently are. Yeah. Right. This isn't all of you hints at the same problem that. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you aren't enough mm-hmm. like and you're unfinished, but it also doesn't 
imply that you are going to be the solution. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's like, you're not enough. You can't fix yourself. Yes. But this isn't all of you. It leaves the door open for something else to come in and finish the work. Right. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah. So like that. And that's the story of Sunday. Right. That's the story of the end where we're headed. Right. Like ultimate redemption. It's in progress. But it's also going to be completed one day. Mm -hmm. And I just I don't know what Mm. it is about that line that just so enraptures me or captures me. Yeah. Um, But I just find it really fascinating. And and that's what I'm looking forward to. Yeah. As I think about Easter Sunday. Yeah. And like ultimate Mm -hmm. redemption. Yeah. We're going to feel that suffering, that pain that Mm -hmm. that you were just talking about a few moments ago, Kara, Mm -hmm. because we're still on we're still on Saturday. But this isn't all of us. And this isn't all of it. Like there's more to come. Right. The end is still to be written and it's not going to be written by us. Right. (laughs) And that's kind of a comforting thought. It's a relief. Yeah. Because that's that's part of what overwhelms me sometimes is Mm -hmm. the there's so much pain and suffering in the world and I don't know what to do about it. Right. Like I I cannot fix it all. Right. And that bugs me. (laughs) What is the Bible, if not a really big um, image of a lot of people? figuring out how to be patient Mm. while God is working. Right. You think about the 40 years in the wilderness, Mm. that's 40 years of that Saturday zone of people probably in the Israelites living and dying while they're waiting, right. Mm. While they're in the wilderness. So you have to have that trust on, I am content with waiting on God's movement here. God is still with me. Even if it means I don't get to see Sunday yet. Right. Yeah. It's that's faith. And that's beautiful to find how to wait well and how to wait on God. well. All right, friends, that's going to do it for us this week. Hope you have an awesome Easter weekend. Happy Easter. Happy Easter. Eat some jelly beans. Helicopter egg drops. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, do that. He is risen. (laughs) Thanks for listening to the Real FM Rewind. Make sure to check out all of our podcasts on the Real FM app or at real.fm. And don't forget, be kind and rewind. Rewind.